Lord of the Rings sentence, the most meticulous and detailed breakdown of J.R.R. Tolkien's most famous work, The Lord of the Rings. We read a sentence out of The Lord of the Rings every week here, and I can't do that alone. I gotta bring a guest. You may have heard him last week uh, talking about the 10th sentence of The Fellowship of the Ring. Big sentence. Uh, really pushed the plot forward, added a lot of intrigue. Um, you might know him from another podcast we do together, uh, Best Pictures, Mark Watlington. That's right. And Chad, I have been on another podcast with you in the past. I was on Plot Profits with you. Uh, oh, yeah, I think you we talked about on the Plot Profits. Yeah. What did we talk about? I don't know. Was it X Men? Were you on the X Men episode? Might have been X Men. It might have been Apocalypse. BVS, Batman versus Superman. It's probably Apocalypse. I think it was Apocalypse. Hey, why didn't you? Why didn't you talk about any good movies? It was just the time we did that podcast was so limited, and it was just like a time when not a lot of good movies came out. I think Civil I like, War. We covered Civil War on the show. Okay, um, so that was the probably the best. I just remember you guys doing like Apocalypse, did, which is like Warcraft, bad. <laughs> Batman versus Superman. I don't think Batman versus Superman. I know that you definitely talked about the extended edition of Batman versus Superman. Oh, I think we what we did on the show was we would give punishments for those who lost right. the game of the week. And I think one of the punishments was watching the extended edition in its entirety. I think that's okay. what it was. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, we did pre the predictions episode for Kubo and the Two Strings, and then uh, we got stressed out ended? and canceled the podcast. <laughs> Probably the best movie you guys talked about on that podcast. Did Probably not so. actually talk about the contents of that movie. Yeah, we talked about the trailer for a really good movie. And uh, so listeners who don't know, I used to do a podcast where we guessed what the plot of a movie would be best on, based on the trailer because trailers were given away too much. Still are. Uh, um, and Chad is known in our friend group as the guy who can always tell what's going to happen in a movie has really logical guesses about yeah. the twists of movies i never ever take like crazy fan no. theories too far certainly didn't with star wars um i did call that ray was a palpatine back in the force awakens but i thought it was going to be different I will say that worse. of your of your guessing abilities, you yeah. never see like time travel coming. Uh, you never really think about that as an option. <laughs> I think because I like I love time travel narratives so much that like it would just feel like um, I don't know fanfic if I were to actually guess. Uh, yeah, about time travel that makes like sense. my favorite, of guessing. Yeah. Do you think there's time travel in Lord of the Rings? I hope not. That'd be weird. <laughs> That'd be very weird. Uh, but maybe. Who's to say? I mean, the, we got this character we've been introduced to, Bilbo Baggins, and he hasn't aged in the last 60 years. So logically, maybe he's just like jumping forward in time every time someone encounters him. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's why he's not, how he's not aging. It's like a time travel. Oh, paradox. interesting. So like when he's in his Hobbit hole and no one else is around, time isn't moving. Yeah, he's just hopping into a time machine. Like he's a recluse. recluse. He keeps yeah. himself. He's a very mysterious guy, and that's because like when people think he's just kicking it in his Hobbit hole, he's actually traveling forward in time to the next time they see him. So, so he to just. Him, like, I mean, how much, how much do we see each other? Oh, I mean, we, we live in different states, so we don't see each other in person very yeah. often. But over Zoom, it's what? Like two hours out of the week? And it's like every other week. So. Yeah. 
So if I was just time traveling to that two hour point, I would have aged like week and a half in like five years. Are you are you texting me from the time travel machine? Um, you can set those things up to like. Uh, oh, they're just auto responses, like an yeah. out of office message when I'm like, "Hey, yeah. Chad, what time are we recording?" And you're just auto automatically I mean, you out, of, out of office I have respond. Access to time travel. I probably have access to like a pretty smart AI system that can like that text. just imitates you. Yeah. Gotcha. So anyway, anyway, um, this is the Lord of the Rings sentence. Uh, it's the most detailed, meticulous, blah blah blah. J.R.R. Yeah, Tolkien. You, you went over that. Lord of the Rings. Uh, we're going to talk about the eleventh sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. But before we do that, Mark, uh, you, you're a fan of the movies. Mm-hmm. You've read a book and a half of the trilogy twice. Twice. Hey, and I read a book and a half twice. That's three books if you add them together. So technically, you've read the whole series. Uh, I've read enough words to constitute the whole series. Enough sentences. Yeah, might say. you could say that. Yeah. Um, who's your favorite uh, guy in the? Who's your favorite character? Just um, so, you know, fans can get to know you a little better. I'm. I'm usually annoyed by hobbits. Okay. Um, and elves seem too good. Like they, sure. I feel like an elf would be hard to talk to because they are hard to relate to. Yeah. Um. I think I gotta go with my boy Gimli, short king. Gimli is a, a has good an boy. axe. Got a big burly beard. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's a proud, proud boy. No, From a, not that. <laughs> no, he's not he's a, proud a proud boy. A proud dwarf. Yeah, there we go. He he is not a part of the hate group, the Proud Boys. No, he is not. We can uh, go ahead and put that lie to bed here. Yeah. Not part of the hate group, the Proud Boys. He does start hating elves. He's pretty but, racist towards elves, but then he, he puts that aside. Uh, at least in the movies he does. He might stay racist in the books. I don't know. We're, we're going to find out here soon. It, it was written in a time where everyone thought it was cool to be racist, and so maybe he is. Hmm. Um, but anyways, uh, we can just go ahead and hop into the one sentence to rule them all for the week. Now, Chad, I feel like there's an important thing to talk about. Oh, sure. That happened after our sentence last week, but before the sentence of this week. Okay. And it isn't something that happened, which is something that didn't happen. Oh, I see what you're getting at. There's a big gap in the page. There's a, double a big space. gap. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's... he hit enter and then he hit enter again. Mm. I don't know if we're going to discuss that during the one sentence because it isn't yeah, part think... of the sentence. I was originally going to pitch that we yeah. should do a whole episode on this. There is an argument to be made, but no, it's not the Lord of the Rings double space. This is the Lord of the Rings sentence. And that is not a sentence, but it is worth noting before we get into that. You're right. Um, Now, J.R.R. Tolkien, which who knows what those letters stand for. One's John. We know John. I have have an idea about the third one, which I'm kind of tripping out about. But that second one, I don't know. Um, okay, so there's a double space. So, JRR, he John RR, uh huh, he probably wrote this thing either by hand or on a typewriter because they didn't have MacBooks at the time, they did have PCs, but not MacBooks. Yes, 
but they didn't have like good operating systems. Um, yeah, they were using Vista, Microsoft Vista. They were what really mostly was. using them to like, I don't know, what do they use computers for? Video games. In the fifties, they were they're breaking irony here. In the fifties, like when when did computers become a thing? Because I know in the sixties they were like computers. They would like take up a whole room. But they had well, to have a as, computer to send things up into space. And, like, as we all know from the things. imitation game, the Benedict Cumberbatch movie. He plays Smaug in The Hobbit. He also plays uh, Alan Turing, who okay. is widely accepted as having uh, an integral role in inventing computers. Want to take another uh, crack at that word? Computers. No, the one that started with an I. Inventing. The other one. <laughs> I've already forgotten this. What type of role did he have? Integral. Okay, I think integral you'd... is it integral? No, I think you'd like just slurred over it, and I was making fun oh. of you when I shouldn't have. Um, it also might be integral. Integral is a thing in math, which no, again, integral, I it's have integral. Been in math you just like day. you just said it weird. Oh well, I'm sorry, listener. If I didn't say that weird, um, contact me at the Twitter account that I will tell you at the end of the episode. If I'm you not, didn't, I'm not if you didn't say it weird, I'm going to edit it out of the podcast, <laughs> so okay. they'll never know. Well, now that we've had a good bit, so you should keep it in there. Yeah, maybe. Um, so when did that move? I think it was place? like the 50s or the 60s is like when like algorithms were invented, but like they weren't like true like electronic, like yeah. have a mouse and a keyboard computers until the right. 80s. So J.R.R. Tolkien probably didn't write his book, The Lord of the Rings, on one of those. Almost definitely not. Almost definitely not. So probably a typewriter. Probably by hand. And then, because hmm. the thing with a typewriter is that, like, if you're like, I don't like that sentence, you got to start the page over. You can't just cross it out. I suppose well, you could cross it out. That's kind of what I'm getting at. You'd either have to white out. So maybe this double space is just like he started to write a line and he was like, I don't like that white out. And then he starts on the next line. And then the publisher was like, Oh, he wants to add all this space in between paragraphs. Um, I don't see any white out in my book. Well, no, yours would just be a copy. So it wouldn't be the real thing. Then why would they keep that line? But because the publishers assumed it was an intentional choice. Oh, see. So that was like his first typo of the whole book so far? Maybe. And to go 10 sentences without a typo? It's fairly impressive. It's pretty impressive. And it's it's very possible that it's like the 11th sentence has nothing to do with the 10th sentence. You know? He might just be like, we were talking about the trouble that might be coming from something. But we're, we're done talking about the trouble. New topic. But... I suppose we're about to find out. We are about to find out as we get into the one sentence to rule them all this week. Um, but before we do that, I'm just going to uh, catch catch people up. This is your of first course, episode course, listening. Here's a little previously on. And it's but been a whole I, week since I read this. so I highly recommend going back and listening to those previous episodes uh, or else you might get a little lost in this 11th sentence. So in the first 10 sentences, we're introduced to this guy, Bilbo. He's having a birthday party and everyone in the neighborhood looking forward to it. But they're also thinking, hey, this guy, he hasn't aged in like 60 years since he disappeared and came back with all that treasure that we think he's hiding in tunnels. We think he's hiding treasure in tunnels. And also he looks like he's 50 when he's 111. That's not right. That's not natural at all. Something bad's going to happen to him, they said. Uh, trouble, trouble will come of that. Um, did I miss anything? 
that's about that's it. it. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Um, ten episodes. That's all we got, huh? That's a lot. A lot of like um, community backlash. A lot yeah. of interesting ideas about how the proletariat treats the wealthy. Oh, I'm intrigued. Okay. Sure. Yeah. We haven't even talked about that, but okay. Uh, so okay. Moving on to the eleventh sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. <clears throat> But so far, trouble had not come. Oh, and sorry, I that was my genu- genuine reaction. I thought that we were done talking about the trouble. Oh, well, I, yeah. I didn't realize the so, trouble was going to come come back. Sa- save your thoughts till I'm done with the sentence. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. I'm warned, putting my microphone down again. Be warned, there is a semicolon, so it might sound like I'm done with the sentence, but I'm not done. I need complete silence because I'm compiling all these. Can you say it out loud when when you're done with the sentence? I will, you know what? I'll say the word period when I'm done. Thank you. Okay. So far, trouble had not come. And as Mr. Bilbo Baggins was generous with his money, most people were willing to forgive his oddities and his good fortune. Period. Um, Chad, I need one more take there. You skipped a word. What? What what did I skip? Forgive him his oddities. Oh. Yep. That was one of those instances where like, a, a word is at the end of one line and the beginning of another and they're oh. really similar so i like erased one in my head that makes sense you know that like challenge when you're trying to find the typo in a sentence and it's like the, yeah. the mm-hmm. your brain just ignores one of the thes. it was his him and his very similar words very similar words and they're one's at the end of the line one's at the beginning of the other mm. so i just skipped it my brain skipped over it you want to do i this apologize again? i will take it from the top because this we are nothing if we're not perfect in our meticulousness of the breakdown. So here we go. <clears throat> but so far, trouble had not come. And as Mr. Bilbo Baggins was generous with his money, most people were willing to forgive him his oddities and his good fortune. And there's the sentence. And it's a good sentence. Uh, hold on, you didn't say period. I know because you already heard the sentence. Oh, so I figured, okay, okay. I figured okay. you'd pick up on the social cue that we're done talking. Well, I didn't about. know if there there were more words you missed. I don't think so. I think we got it, and I'm I'm gonna okay. highlight. I'm locking it in, and I'm highlighting All the right. sentence. Lock it in. Um, back to my surprise. We're still talking about the trouble. So I think your theory of he typed something and then decided he had to erase it is correct. Now the question is, what did what was he what was he going to say? Um, maybe originally he thought like, uh, and there had been trouble, but he was like, no, that's no good. But so far trouble had not come is what he changed it to. See, I think that, um, he was originally going to be like, probably not Bilbo had a birthday party and lived happily ever after that. Wow. I mean, make for a shorter podcast. Would make for an eleven episode miniseries, and honestly, a good one. I've had a, a great time a doing great this podcast. One. Yeah, um, it's been fun to talk to all my my friends and guests about. Some of them are friends, some of them are guests. Um, <laughs> which are which? Please tell. Will not tell. Um, but uh, about these sentences, and I've learned a lot. You know that every every guest and or friend is now thinking to themselves. Was that the guest or was that the friend? Well, and Chad, I do have to ask, which am I? I mean, hey. <laughs> I 
Come on. Good point, man. Come yeah, on, you, man. Yeah. Uh, come on. Come on, man. You know, um, we, we're, we're talking. We're, we're just we're just joking. We're just making a podcast. Um, it's not like I talk to you every single day on some yeah, kind of it's social okay, media man. platform. Or it's fine. Um, trouble hadn't come yet. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just a guest to you. No, obviously you're my friend. Oh, thank I God. I talk to you, like I said, I talk to you every single day well, on something. We don't text directly to each other very often. So it's really like you're talking in a group of people where I also am. Well, there, there is, okay, that is true. But we talk so often in those like groups that like a one-on-one conversation just isn't gonna like, it doesn't need to happen. <laughs> you know but what I mean? It can happen. You can text me if you want. Hey, the phone goes both ways, man. I texted you about this podcast a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. We did text about the podcast yeah. and I looked at the text message about that. It was about our other podcasts. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. was, wasn't it? <laughs> Mark, do we need to like hang out? Like you want to come to LA and I might come to LA. You, you are yeah. a good reason to visit LA. Things are opening up. We can also, we can hang. Also, we can hang. I out. also have a brother who lives in LA, so yes, two good. But you, you could you could crash with me if you don't want to crash with him. It's it's cool. It's not a bad idea. Um, we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the sentence uh, before I get in trouble with my co-host and friend, and I get in trouble with my brother. <laughs> Let's talk about the trouble Bilbo might get into. So which he hasn't gotten him, into yet, but he's doubling down on the idea that trouble might be coming to him Mm. in the words of the national if i stay here trouble will find me do you think that that was tolkien inspired it's very likely it does mention trouble i feel like a lot of the people i knew in college who were really into the national were also really into J.R.R. tolkien Hmm. it's interesting because i didn't know anyone in college who wasn't the national Hmm. it's just me okay are you really into J.R.R. tolkien not really. Okay, then you're. The, uh, hey, hey. <laughs> Exceptions can be made. Look at that. Um, now, to quote the music man, he's got trouble right here, right here in Bag End, with a capital T. That rhymes with B, and that stands for Bilbo. That was not a direct quote of the music man. You've lost me now. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> you still talking about the national? <laughs> I went to the music man. It's a musical. Yeah, but okay. I, I don't see I, I don't know. I don't know that musical. I just know, I, I, two I know songs the music that, man was also like a national album oh, I didn't no. know that or something. It was okay. a song that me and past guest Eli uh or future yeah. guest e- Eli's or just been regular on, friend. Eli's been on the show, yeah. Um was he a guest or a friend? Um <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um he was he, he was on the music man with me in high school. Um, I just wanted mm-hmm. to mention that I know two songs with the word trouble in them. Um, oh, you know what? In the words of Taylor Swift, uh, Mr. Baggins knew that trouble was, was here when he walked, walked in. in. I, I, I had trouble. Setting in the words way. of Travis Tritt, uh, but so far, T-R-O-U-B-L-E had not come. <laughs> uh, and a... why is that? Why do you think trouble hadn't come, Chad? Well, it seems like it's just a matter of time is the implication. Um, it seems like something bad's going to happen. And we, last week we um, 
I guess I more speculated that maybe this was like a, a threat, like an indirect threat. Like the hobbits were saying like, like, yeah, trouble's going to come. Like I'm going to kick your ass kind of trouble. Um, and, you know, going into the second half of this sentence, and really, it's more like the second two thirds of the sentence. Yeah. Um, but he's generous with his money. Right. And people forgave him, him, his oddities and his good fortune. Right. Because so, he gave mm-hmm. the money away. So that leads me to believe that that's not the case, that this trouble that's coming is something more ominous, something more more like that um, selling his soul to the devil for eternal life yeah. and wealth type of thing. It's that kind of trouble and less of like, a, we're going to rob you. But also it could be that they're going to rob him. They just don't have a reason to rob him yet because he's giving the money away. So it's like, could be once he stops giving that money away, it also he's in could trouble. Be like, you know, he lives so long, like eventually he's going to run out of money. Cause like, I don't know. Like if I have a million dollars and I only live 10 more years, I'm yeah. definitely not going to run out of that money. I'm going to, I could, but like the way I spend it, I, I won't. Now, if I were to but, live for a million years, of, uh-huh. like that's a dollar a day. I can't get by on that. Now, but the thing, the issue there is that to his fellow hobbits, his yeah. wealth is immeasurable. It's practically infinite. But also his, his aging life is also is, infinite. It seems to be. The, yeah, the, the, the phrasing used in the previous sentence is perpetual youth. Perpetual. Mm meaning infinite. I know we're talking about another sentence now and bringing well, that into this sentence, but I, mean, I don't know. I think it's this podcast. I don't know your stance on parentheticals, Yeah, but it does say apparently perpetual. Yeah. So from the Hobbit's point of view, it is it's apparent to them that he has perpetual youth. And but his, yeah. his inexhaustible wealth is also just reputed. So like they've yeah. just heard about his wealth, but they can yeah, see seems, his youth. It seems like he's never going to die. And it seems like his wealth has no end. Um, hmm. and, and it'll definitely come to an end if he gives it away. But how hard would you be or how mad would you be if someone gave away all of their money and they're not rich anymore? Not that mad. If Jeff be Bezos gave away all of his money, I'd be like, oh, you know, it might be a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we were wrong about the Bezos. Probably well, if Jeff Bezos gave away all his money, I'd be so skeptical about oh, like, yeah. <laughs> what he was about to do. <laughs> or like, if he gave away like a trillion dollars, how much money does he really have? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, what like else what? What was wrong with that trillion dollars? Yeah. Um. So you're not a fan of Jeff Bezos, huh? Ah, uh, not again. Too rich. But but you also, have an, but you have an Amazon Prime uh, subscription. I, I don't think I do, honestly. Oh, wow, good for you. You're better you're better than me. I, yeah. I'm a big Prime user. I, I read off of my Kindle when I'm not reading off of this edition of The Fellowship of the Ring. And well, and this is just completely off topic now. I just prefer to buy things in person um, because I, I'm a very, like, tactile person. So it's like At- I want to know what it feels like to touch and hold this thing before wanna, I bring it You want to walk into the Amazon store uh, with sure. the self-checkout um, RFID sensor stuff. You'd rather do that. I suppose. <laughs> um, and, and the other thing about Amazon is that, like, if I go in there and I'm like, I need to buy a microphone. They're like, okay, we have every model of microphone ever invented. Which one do you want? And I'm like, 
It's a lot of That's options. too many choices. If yeah. I go into Best Buy and I'm like, I want a microphone, and they'll be like, okay, we have cheap, medium, and expensive. And I'm like, medium, please. <laughs> That's because you, you never want to go. You never want to go cheap. You never oh, want to go. No, that thing's gonna break. It's not meant to last. But you don't want to go expensive because it's like, I what? What am I? Who, who am I trying to kid here? I don't need the nicest one. Who am I, Bilbo Baggins? I say. <laughs> no, you go for the most medium microphone. They call me Goldilocks at Best Buy. Yeah, I got a nicer microphone than you got. You do. I recently upgraded because I wanted to be able to offer my other microphone for guests on this podcast and you know what's true about this microphone what's that it was bought online and also i didn't choose it there's that uh it was used with the funds we raised for podcasts that are now canceled i wonder how those uh gofundme donors feel about that well we didn't stop podcasting that's true and they didn't stop listening they did stop listening. <laughs> they they did stop listening. <laughs> uh, and we're better at podcasting now. These are better shows than we had. They Macro, are. They, Macro, they Macro absolutely Touch. are. Macrotouch was good, but at times, at times, Plot Profit had its day in the sun. But uh, Benjalong wasn't a very good show in hindsight. I think that they all had an, at least one good episode. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Now, can we go back and prove that? No, we deleted no. them. <laughs> No, they're not on the internet anymore. They're not listenable anymore. I think I, some episodes of Binge Along are listenable, but that was after I was off the show because I moved to Los Angeles and was stressed out, too stressed out to pod. I think I still have episodes of Magic School Busters on my computer somewhere. And probably Magic some Acrotouch too. was the show you did with Eli Smith. That's right. I didn't really, I didn't know at all back then. And now he's one of my guests. One of your, one of your best guests. One of my best guests I've ever had on the show. Um, top top like five or six easy right easily not even close um so i rank i'm kidding (laughs) definitely definitely top five or six oh thank god okay that's all i wanted um so any final thoughts on this sentence before we move on what oddities does bilbo have well the only really his youth it's gotta be his youth um yeah his, his i mean it is really odd to go from age 50 to age 111 and basically look exactly the same. That's well, it's strange. odd to be age 111 to begin with. That's also weird. And for him to be just the, like he lives on bag end and maybe he's like, maybe he named it that after himself and maybe he's like really prideful um, as a bag ends. Mm. I don't know. Now, I would almost think that his perpetual youth would fall into his good fortune. Hmm. Depends on what you mean by fortune, because I was just reading fortune as like the literal, like the amount of gold he has. Which would make sense if it didn't say, if it said sizable fortune, that would make sense. Good fortune is more like fortune fortune cookie, like. Yeah, it's like (laughs) implies more luck. Yeah. Yeah. And hey, he's very lucky to be as rich as he is. Yeah. Because honestly, he shouldn't have beat that dragon in The Hobbit. A hobbit beating no. a dragon? Are you kidding me? That's impossible. What? Although I don't really remember how they did that in the book. In the movie, a, a guy shot a weak scale with a bow and arrow or something. I don't know. I, I watched those movies within the past year. Do you I don't remember how they how beat the ends. smoke? I don't. Yeah. It I do recall 
a large crossbow and a flaming arrow. Yeah. I well, remember I at the, I at the right. end of the second movie, Smell got out and it was like, oh no, this is going to be the plot of the third movie. And then it's like in the first 15 minutes of the next movie, he's dead because they shot him with an arrow. Yeah. It's like, well, that's the end of that movie. Yep. Now and I got it's time to fight five armies. I think they only fought four armies because they were one of the armies. Right. What were the armies? I don't even remember. Well, there was the dwarves the dwarves the wood elves the wood elves the other elves were the other elves another army there was like the weird one that was riding around in the moose um, i don't remember, remember there the guy riding around on a moose i kind of remember that yeah were the orcs another army or were they orcs like... were definitely there i think they count as an army there was that goblin king in the first movie. Does he and his goblin, do they come back? Oh, uh, I don't think he comes back. Okay. Man? What, were men involved in this fight? The people in that river town. Yeah, they, they gotta I mean, they're, count they're, as they're an probably army, an I army. guess. Yeah. There were some big monsters, like big snakes coming out of the ground or something. With, I, I do big... not recall. I'm gonna be honest with you. I... I don't remember how many armies. I do remember watching it being like there are only four armies, and then another army showed up. How many? Uh, I think frames that was the per, How many frames per second were you watching it in? Regular. Oh, regular. Okay. Yeah, I, I saw. Watched, it. I watched the first and second one in forty-eight frames, and then I think by the third one, they stopped releasing it in forty-eight frames near me. Does not surprise uh, me because I think people really hated it. <laughs> yeah, I remember people really hating it. I didn't yeah. see the second two until like recently on like blu-ray or dvd or streaming somewhere i only saw the first one in theaters did you see uh gemini man in high frame rate i did good movie. i liked it good were movie. you able to see it in like the 120 or were you stuck with 60 i i don't mean to sound like a, a plebe here what is regular frames per second is 40, it's uh sorry 24 i think i saw it in 60 okay. i don't think i saw it in like the super super fast yeah, there's there's very few theaters in the country that have a, a screen even capable of doing it. I think there's like, it literally might just be New York and L.A. Coastal elites. I know. It's where movies are made, baby. West the Coast only places movies Coast. are made. That's right. Not made in Atlanta or uh, New Mexico or any of the other states. Hey. You know, Leatherheads, that George Clooney football movie was filmed in Chattanooga. No way. I've got a scene or two. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's all I got. I remember it was a big deal in the newspaper. Cool. It's like in the span of like five years, they shot Leatherheads, Water for Elephants, 24, no, not 24, 42, the baseball movie. Oh, the Jackie Robinson. Yeah. Jackie Robinson movie. Yeah. All, all shot here in Chattanooga. Wow. Good for them. I suppose. Uh, so now it's time that's, all my, my that's all my thoughts here. Yeah. It's time for my favorite part of the podcast. JRR, what does it stand for? Now, last uh, episode. You may have dropped a hint. Are you are do you want to guess the the second R now? Um no, I'm gonna go in order. Oh, you're gonna go in order. Okay. I'm gonna keep going in order. So John. Reggie. No, can I tell you if that one is right for the third one? The second R. Uh, probably not. Prob probably not. Okay. Well, it's it's not right for the second R. 
See, or, sorry, no, no, sorry. The second letter, the first R, it's not Reggie. Okay, you were, you just turned your phone towards the camera. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm I didn't so see sorry. Anything, but careful there. Um, okay. I'll make sure not to show you the back of my book as well. So it's not. Oh, it's not even on the back of my book. John, it's not John Reggie blank. And I feel like what you just did there when you asked if you could tell me if it was right for the second R was to cover your bases from last week when you asked. Now, what's fun um, is that the listeners do know what I'm doing there. They do. They know if I'm correct in guessing. Oh, gosh. Now, see, the thing is that now you've got me thinking about it. <laughs> Whether I can see right through your game or not, I do have significant doubts about Richmond being the third letter. And I am bummed out about oh, that. Man. This is very funny to me now. I mean, it was funny the whole time. It's a funny podcast. Uh, not a funny book. What's funny about this podcast? You, Chad, you're fun. You're just like got a natural humor and charisma. All right. Um, wow. This week. Really? <laughs> except in compliment well, too. News, um, so last week we talked about eliminating the fantasy news of the week. Um and that leaves a hole in my podcast and I don't mm. know what to fill it with. And I haven't thought about it until now. Um, Mark, uh, any ideas you podcast? Do you have any ideas for a potential new segment for me that fits into the basic theme or category of a, a show about books and sentences and wizards and hobbits and adventures? Got anything? Um, it might be fun to try to make up a uh, Lord of the Rings name uh -oh. for each of us. Okay. So what would you name me? Um, uh, ooh, I, th I thought you were going to give the names. Oh, I mean, I can, give, I can give names. Segment. Oh, um, I, hmm. I can. Th 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 yeah. I mean, it's not. Throbulin. Throb, Yulin, the... Is this a name for me? That's you, yeah. You're Throb, Yulin. Okay, so we're not going to, like, play off of our English names. Oh, no, I was just trying to think of a, a, a sound that reminded okay. me of you. Okay, okay. Then I will, me, I will... To me, you sort of exude this air of Throb, Yulin. Okay, I'll take that. So what What would you What would you say? Um... See, I was going to give you um, Chad Ollivander. Hmm, that's just Harry Potter, and it's pretty close to my name. Yeah, you know, I didn't know that we were just going to completely abandon um, yeah. our current name. Okay, we're gonna build just off of don't that. even think, just make a noise. I'm going to catch you down. Three, two, one, what am I? Huah. Huah? Uh-huh. Huah, uh-huh. <laughs> a little bit longer that's a bad it, name mark you invented a segment and then you did the worst at it i gave you throbulin you could take that and use it in any DD campaign you wanted to I'm gonna google fantasy news so uh mark is in my DD campaign i dm and he is what? Well, some kind of a what are you again? I'm a 
a paladin named a paladin. Theodore Hongsley. Right. Yeah, Hongsley. He gave himself Theodore Hongsley, and I get just like a guttural ha. You uh, said say the first sound that comes to your mind, and my ma- my mind sounds like ah, especially when I'm like posed a question under pressure that's being all right, recorded. Then hey, 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 just take a deep breath. No pressure. Just speak a few syllables out that remind you of me. On the count of three, or you can wait a few seconds after. Again, no pressure, but when I say go, you should probably go. So there's no pressure, but three, two, one, go. Minutely uh, bumper smitten. Say that again? You heard it. I did. I bumper smitten. Binidly. Binidly. Bumper smitten. Bumper smitten. Bummer. Bum, bumber, bumber, smitten, smitten. Yes. bumber, smitten does sound like it could be a, a, a Tolkien name for sure. All right, I got, I got one for two. I'll take that. Uh, and with that, where can people find you on social media? You can find me at We Pick Picks. That's the podcast that I co-host. Who do you co? Who do you co-host it with? You, Chad, oh. and our friend Cody. Uh, you can also find Mark at Watlington Mark on social media platforms and Venmo. Oh, I'm allowed to say that? Now yeah. I'm allowed to say that? Not in the last episode? No, I just wanted you to say both. I was going to get to it. You were pausing for a very long time. Well, it's because I thought you were going to interrupt the bit where I say Venmo and then I start giving out other social medias. Normally that's interrupted. I did not expect this to yeah. be a safe space. On this podcast, I don't interrupt bad bits. I'm also on Tinder in the Chattanooga area. I currently have my radius set to 25 miles. So if you're within wow. 25 miles of the Chattanooga area and your age is between, what is it, like 23 and 31, um, swipe right. Um, Mark, what if your soulmate lives 26 miles away from you? They should move closer. I mean, you got to bump that up to like 50, right? What, you're not going to drive 50 miles for true love? Not in the fucking pandemic. Are you kidding me? I guess that's true. But the pandemic 50 miles over. out of Chattanooga, there are no mask laws. You, oh, gotcha. oh, yeah. Well, yeah. You're, you're vaccinated, right? Or you're getting vaccinated. vaccinated? You're half At vaxxed. the point of this release, I am very vaccinated. Same. Because I'm half vaxxed at recording this pod. Ooh, we're getting so close to the end. We're it makes me close. happy. And then... I'm going to release this episode in a few weeks and something worse is going to have taken the place of COVID. COVID we, 20. Will be, we will just be ignorant of whatever horrible thing awaits us. We think uh, things are going to be good. You can find me at Chad A. Oliver across all social media platforms. Letterboxd is my favorite. It's where I log my movies. Um, speaking of movies, Spider-Man stars in a few movies and I talk about them on a show called We Need to Talk About Spider-Man. Also on uh, that might be cool productions podcast network. Um, if and, my uh, math is correct, I might be on an episode of that podcast soon. You are doing, yeah, maybe. I don't know. That one's a monthly release. This one's a weekly release. I don't know. You might be. We'll figure it out. But Mark's invited. To, he was invited to co-host it, but then he didn't want to do it. But he'll guest. He I'll will guess. guest. He guessed it on this. And he, you know what, Mark? I think I'm going to have you back. I appreciate that. You were a good guest and an even better friend.
Oh, thank you, Chad. You're also a good friend. And if I had a podcast, I think you'd be a good guest. Oh, well, thank you. You do have a podcast, but I can't guest on it because I also host that podcast. That's true. Uh, thanks for listening to the 11th sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. Tune in next week for the 12th sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. That might be cool.com. You never know. <laughs>